Deborah Simons, and I'm so glad you're listening in today. Hey, I just want to say thank you to all of you who have subscribed to this podcast. You guys are the best. Sending me some great emails and giving me great ratings. I really do appreciate it. If you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, I'd love for you to do that today. Just press subscribe and you are all set. Every Monday, a new episode will pop right in on your inbox. If you'd like to know about me and where I travel and my new book coming out, you can go to aprilsimons.com and subscribe there. We'll just stay in touch with each other. So yesterday at my house, I was making a cobbler because if you know anything about my family, we love sweets. (laughs) And this cobbler is one I've made so many times. I know the recipe. I'm used to it. It's simple, which is what I like. And it's yummy. When I pulled it out of the oven, y'all, it looked flat (laughs) and a little disturbing. I couldn't believe it. How could I mess up something that I was so familiar with and accustomed to doing? I racked my brain trying to figure it out. Then I discovered, instead of using self-rising flour, I'd used regular flour that didn't have the rising agent in it to make my cobbler perfect. All I had to do was add a tiny bit of baking powder and salt, and the cobbler would have been a success. Now, trust me, we ate it anyway, (laughs) but it could have been so much better. Baking powder and salt, that's what causes the bread or the dough to rise. And if you only use a little bit or if you admit it, omit it altogether, it won't rise. That's what I was missing in my cobbler. See, just a tiny bit makes all the difference in the world. I'd done the other part of the recipe completely perfectly. I just left out the rising agents. Let me ask you, what are some tiny bits that can take your life to a new place? A better place. What incremental changes could you activate today to cause you to rise to a new level? Now, let's break it down. If you're always feeling drained and tired, maybe that tiny bit of change could mean you adjust your schedule and prioritize your rest. Ooh, somebody's saying amen right there. Let's break it down even more. The old saying, you can't pour from an empty cup, y'all, that is so true. You have to take care of you. Proper rest will cause you to rise all the more in the mornings, maybe in a good mood. Not because you have to, but because you get to, because you've had a good night's sleep. So what can you do? You ready for this? This is really deep. Go to bed at the same time every night. (laughs) Now, I hear you. You're saying, April, I have kids. You don't even know what it's like. I haven't slept in two years. First of all, let me assure you, you will sleep again. I promise. Y'all, I'm the mom of five. I speak from experience. But it doesn't just happen. You've got to do your tiny bit today to point you in the right direction. Now, let me make it more practical. Get your kids on a sleep schedule. Oh, yes, I'm going there. Y'all kids need sleep. But more importantly, so do you. (laughs) Get in a habit of putting them to bed at the same time every night. Design a life that you and your family love and that makes your family happy and joyful. It won't happen overnight, but it won't happen at all if you don't try. And then don't give up when all Hades breaks loose, because I know it will happen. 
hey, the struggle is real, but consistency will bring satisfactory results. You got to hang in there. Now, let me speak to you, little mama, who are thinking that you're never going to sleep again. Hang in there. It might be hard at first, but quitting won't get you there. Stay consistent. You can do it. I promise you, you will sleep again. Small tweaks lead to big peaks. Success doesn't come from what you do occasionally. It comes from what you do consistently. Now, you've heard this saying over and over again. I'm going to repeat it because it's important. Success does not come from what you do occasionally. It comes from what you do consistently. See, I'm a big proponent of this. I had my kids on a schedule. I have a lot of kids, so I had to to do things that were conducive to me having my rest. They were sleeping 12 hours a night, and y'all, it didn't happen overnight, but it did happen. I had to stay true to the goal at hand. Make it a priority and then schedule your priorities. Stephen Covey said, don't prioritize your schedule, schedule your priorities. In other words, sleep is a priority. When you schedule your priorities, you don't have to try to make it fit into your schedule. Instead, you build your lives around it. Now, let me just add something right here. This is for all you mamas who are trying to be super mom, which by the way, you are Wonder Woman. Don't forget that. Listen, you don't have to tackle every goal at once concerning your kids. Focus on one area at a time. It's easier when you're just trying to do one thing. I'm going to get my kids on a sleep schedule. I'm going to work and work and work until they are all sleeping soundly consistently every single night. Remember, a tiny bit of baking powder. Be consistent. Work at it until it becomes a habit. And you and your family are all getting a healthy amount of sleep every night. And you wake up refreshed and ready to rise. I know that sounds like a dream right now, but it can come true. Then once you accomplish that, you can take on a new endeavor. Maybe you don't have kids at home. You're saying, April, I don't have any kids at home and I need some sleep. Well, get in a good habit of sleep. And, you know, a lot of people write into me and they just don't have peace. There's anxiety, there's stress. And I just want to stop right here. And I want to give you some good scripture on getting a peaceful night's sleep. And these are good things just to declare over your family and over your kids. The first one is found in Proverbs 3, verse 24. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Oh, I like that one. Psalm 4, verse 8, In peace I will both lie down and sleep, for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Matthew 11, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. Ooh, somebody saying amen. And I will give you rest. See, now those are good scriptures. When you're praying over your kids at night, when you're praying over yourself at night, just, you know, declare those scriptures over your family. Declare them over your life. Now, let's move on. What other tiny bit could you add to your life that would cause you to rise higher? Now, I'm just taking three random things that I wanted to talk to you about today. This is it. Opt out of negative conversations. Ooh, Jesus, take the wheel on this one right here. Guess what? If someone is talking down about another person, you have every right to excuse yourself from that conversation. People have every right to their opinion, 
and you, my friend, have every right not to listen. Negativity breeds negativity. Negativity brings you down. It definitely doesn't add to your life. So why would you want it in your life? Be a positive force. Being positive doesn't mean everything in your life is going perfectly. It simply means you are choosing to not be a part of someone else's negativity. Y'all, that is so good. Now, I'm not talking about, now I am talking about everyday life. I'm not talking about what's happening in the world right now. That's a whole nother conversation. And we always need to stand up for what is right and against injustice and be a positive voice in this country. Amen to that. Now, here's some good scriptures. Ephesians 4.29 says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Matthew fifteen eleven. It's not what goes into your mouth that defiles you. You are defiled by the words that come out of your mouth. Psalm 141, verse 3. Take control of what I say, O Lord, and guard my lips. Oh, man, maybe we need to write that on our mirror. <laughs> Keep your conversations healthy and uplifting. Use your words to lift the hurting and restore the broken. Do you know, I was thinking about it as I was thinking about this podcast and writing this podcast, that not one of the people that I call a friend or I hang around with or travel with or close to talk negatively about other people. We don't have those conversations. You know why? Because we all have decided that that is not who we are. Those are the people that I have chosen to be in my circle. Listen, folks, you have control of you. You have control of your circle and who you allow to speak into your life. 1 Corinthians 15.33 says, Don't be fooled by those who say such things, for bad company corrupts good character. Man, that's some good scripture right there. Now, one more thing I'll share today. How could we rise a little higher? What one little thing could we begin doing today? This one's good. Stop running from problems and decide to deal. Albert Einstein said this, you can't solve a problem on the same level it was created. You have to rise above it to the next level. Now, I don't know what you might be dealing with today, but I do know not facing an issue never resolves the issue. You can run, but you sure can't hide. Maybe the little bit you can do today is forgive or communicate. Maybe today you could let bygones be bygones, move on, love, and free yourself to be present in the moment. What if that leavening agent you need in your life is facing and fixing Dealing and healing, letting go so you can wholeheartedly move ahead and choose happiness over history. A little bit of change can make a huge difference in your life. So today, I hope you'll take a look at your life and set out to make those subtle little changes that could be just what you need to have a happier, healthier, fulfilling life. Don't settle for barely or mediocre Don't stay stuck in a rut. Rise to a new level. Remember, 
you have the power to change your life for the better.